0: I'm Tamsin Bradley, and you're listening to the Gender Focus podcast from genderfocus.org. As a professor in International Development Studies at the University in Portsmouth, I work with an international community of researchers and practitioners. Together we collaborate to create positive change in women's lives around the world. We share insights from research projects that challenge violence against women and girls And we also explore knowledge around mental distress, climate, water and sanitation, amongst other things. Our website and these podcasts are facilitated by the University of Portsmouth and their International Development Studies Group. This time, we talk to the team working across PLAN International. In South Sudan, PLAN has been piloting a range of methodologies to challenge the region's particular issues around gender-based violence and inequality. Nagori Moran is the Gender Emergency Advisor at PLAN International UK.
1: As a gender equality and girls' rights organisation, it's a priority for PLAN International UK to challenge and transform harmful gender norms and power relations that are sadly so prevalent The three
0: areas PLAN is focusing its programmes on are education, sexual health and the rights and protection from violence. Negori explained what the challenges are in South Sudan.
1: PLAN International works from changing national policies on child marriage to working with communities to prevent girls having to endure female genital mutilation or FGM. We work on every major issue affecting girls' ability to fulfil their potential. Our programmes range from getting some of the most marginalised girls in Zimbabwe back into learning, working with schools and local communities in Tanzania to raise awareness of the risk and negative impacts of child marriage and FGM and of course protecting at-risk children and youth from gender-based violence in South Sudan.
0: In an earlier episode of this podcast, we explored why women and girls are more vulnerable in times of emergency or national disaster. The COVID-19 crisis deepened many existing issues even more widely by applying the sorts of pressures that cause adolescent girls to drop out of school.
1: Adolescent girls are especially at risk due to their age and gender. We also know that in times of crisis, girls face a greater risk of early marriage, sexual exploitation and early pregnancy. As a result, they are less likely than boys to return to school and for many, the chance from education could be lost forever. Plan International works preventing and responding to sexual and gender-based violence through the work we are doing on child protection in emergencies. We follow the child protection in emergencies approach. And this minimum standards defines both sexual violence and gender-based violence against children as Sexual violence is any form of sexual activity with a child committed by an adult or by another child who has power over the child. So, this sexual violence concept includes both activities with and without bodily contact. Early pregnancies can not only damage the
0: opportunities and potential mobility of girls, but also put a strain on caregivers and the wider family unit. Rich Dorengo is the program's director at Plan International in South Sudan. Richard told us about the region's particular challenges.
2: There are a number of issues that come as a result of conflict and a humanitarian crisis that has faced this country for years. Young girls and adolescent girls especially and children are discriminated against on a number of spheres of issues, including, for example, education, where we find most parents favour to take their male or boys' children to school instead of girls' where uh, in schools, children, especially teenage girls or adolescent girls, are exposed to abuse from issues of insecurity when they're going to school, issues of corporal punishment, issues of possible sexual exploitation on their way to school and in the communities and also in the schools by teachers, by fellow children and by community members, issues of rape, issues of being recruited into uh, conflict as a child soldiers or as slaves to to soldiers. Issues of uh, sexual reproductive health rights where we have adolescent girls not being able to access sexual reproductive health information and and services because of conflict, Uh, not being able to uh, access issues of uh, hygiene like menstruation services and facilities uh, because of the conflict that's going on in, in the country.
0: Plan has been working in the region since 2006. So what is its approach to affecting change in harmful social and cultural practices?
2: Plan works with a number of strategies, including uh, behaviour change communication, including awareness and influencing, working with communities, community leaders, traditional courts, traditional leaders, to try and change perceptions and behaviours of communities, uh, to try and migrate away from some of these harmful cultural practices. Tran works with the national and state governments to influence, you know, change of policies and change of legislation to try and put in mechanisms and structures that promote uh, protection by putting in uh, negotiations with the different government agencies at national and state level. With regards to issues, for example, like nutrition, we know that in households that have got deficiency of food, guns tend to be given food last. Plan works with communities, especially household level, to ensure that girls and children are prioritized in terms of access to food so that we address issues of malnutrition which affects girls' ability to grow physically and mentally and that also affects them when they go to school because if they have not eaten well, then they are not able to learn well at school and that automatically disadvantages them as they transition uh, into adulthood and into higher education.
0: Understanding the community and working at the local level to challenge the root causes of inequality is essential in planned approach in South Sudan. By working at both the policy making level, but also at the individual level within households, it's possible to action a change in ideas at both ends of the spectrum. It's essential to be adaptable and engaged on a community level when using such an approach.
2: The context here is always fluid and changing because of the conflict, because of the very high level of, you know, poverty that exposes communities and households to high levels of poverty.
0: Agnese Carrera works in the Disaster Risk Management Unit at Plan UK. She's the Child Protection Emergencies Programme Specialist and explained how this branch has been collaborating on the Youth Voices project we featured in an earlier episode of this podcast.
3: We have been supporting the team of researchers involved in this project with gathering evidence from past and current projects implemented in South Sudan that have a focus on sexual gender-based violence against girls and women. And this will help us in understanding better how prevention and response work and what are the best practices the team recently shifted a focus upon prevention in approaches,
0: having observed that more projects were dealing with a response to sexual gender-based
3: violence. For the Youth Voices project, what we are really interested in is the storytelling component as an innovative approach to collect data. So we will be working with the Likikiri Collective on the specific data collection method. Because it's innovative and it focuses on live stories gathered by youth, young people, and it's an art-based community group that has extensive experience of working uh, with youth as part of their peace-building efforts. So what's interesting about the way they work is that they combine story circles narrative enquiry and life histories to facilitate conversations and dialogues about past and ongoing violence, conflict, insecurity that, in the case of South Sudan, also includes food insecurity. And they will collect these life histories and narrative enquire, and they will be inviting young people to share critical moments that document the impact of this placement with a focus on gendered and intersectional insights. The Story Circle method involves asking young people to share narratives, poems, songs that can resonate with important moments in their lives. These will be conducted with young women and girls, and they will be arranged by age grouping.
0: By combining these approaches, it's hoped the project will empower women and girls in a shared experience.
3: With this project, what we are hoping to see is better evidence on what kind of programs work to support girls and how we can put girls and youth people at the center of the narrative and be they themselves the decision makers. The findings will help us to understand better, not just SGBV-related challenges faced by different groups of young women and girls, but also sustainability and what resilience means and looks like to these participants. One other thing that we will be focusing on is also integration with host communities and how willing host communities are to enter into anti-violence dialogues and embrace differences with internally displaced people.
0: Whilst the focus for many agencies in the last year has been upon the issues exacerbated by the pandemic, it's hoped that by piloting the Story Circle approach in South Sudan, the project can give voice and create dialogues among communities that challenge violence and support girls and women. Agnesi also thinks this will be a learning experience for Plans practitioners in and around the world adding insight into the methods they currently use to engage with people. It's hope this will offer approaches that can be applied in other contexts.
3: This information will be fed into a toolkit that will enable field workers and also staff at Plan UK to understand what kind of language and what kind of activities are appropriate and work best in this context. What we are also really interested in is to use the lessons learned from this program in order to inform decisions around scaling our actions up, not just in South Sudan, but also in all the other regions where PLAN is active.
0: Lemena is the monitoring evaluation specialist for PLAN International in South Sudan. He says this approach in South Sudan mirrors work taking place in eastern Equatoria, that's called the Champions of Change model.
4: We use the LLD approach, which is where we need to make sure that women and girls can learn, lead, decide and thrive. So where does the youth voices fit into this approach? We are taking the aspect of uh, leading and deciding. So we are basically looking at girls being able to be empowered and then uh, lead. We actually have uh, youth voices uh, in terms of children and young people's parliament. So we know if we be able to empower these girls they know they are right and then they should be able to come out to the community and demand for what is necessary for them so that is what we do and then we link it up to the youth voices
0: earlier on agnesi mentioned the storytelling approach to information gathering lamena has been central in piloting this project in south Sudan.
1: we went
4: on ground and had a i mean sincere separate discussion with the different categories men women, girls, and even the stakeholders, because they, 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 they hold the power in the community. You should be able to see who holds the powers, how do they use the power. Then the, the girls were able to also clearly state, like, what is the gap between them and those who hold power. So all this comes down to and then how it will be able to influence what we do in the future. We need to make sure that the referral pathways, so that even the women and girls who are as far as the the smallest component of the village, they're able to access, in case of any abuse, they're able to access these referral pathways, and then through interagency approach, you can be able to see what kind of GBV is, then you'll be able to refer to the specific partner in real time.
0: In the case of gender-based violence, or GBV, as Lamenda abbreviates, a big part of PLAN's work is to make sure women in South Sudan are aware of their rights.
4: The women actually didn't know that it's their right to sue, you know, the perpetrators of, of, of this violence. So we'll also look, be looking towards at, uh, empowering this court system ABC from the village up to the, the, the state level.
0: As evidence begins to emerge from projects, the team hopes it can use the data gathered to refine methods and enable change more effectively in communities. What's more, having learned that the work of their organisation has focused more heavily upon response to crisis than prevention, they hope the research will present a strong rationale for shifting the focus and funding onto addressing the endemic cultural problems that contribute to gender-based violence. If you'd like to find out more about the Youth Voices projects, the Likakiri Collective and Plan International's work, you can visit our website at genderfocus.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at genderfocus and LinkedIn for our newsletter and details of upcoming webinars. Thanks for listening.